Welcome to another episode of Heroes And. This is a podcast where we talk about heroes and comics, movies, TV shows. And is Supreme Leader Snoke Mace Windu? Question mark. Basically, if it's part of geek culture, we're going to talk about it. My name is Andy. And I'm Cody. And today we are talking about Heroes and the Flashpoint Paradox. For those of you who may just be checking in, we are counting down to the launch of DC TV this fall and therefore focusing on all things DC TV related. And we know that moving into season three of The Flash, the Flashpoint comic event is going to be a big inspiration for the season. So this week on Heroes End, we're turning to the DC animated movie, The Flashpoint Paradox. If you haven't seen the movie before, we highly recommend you check it out on Netflix. Those DC animated movies, man. They're really good. And if you don't have a Netflix account, you can just use mine. Andy, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> that was uh, uh, but we're still not sponsored. <laughs> not yet. Not, Netflix isn't endorsing this. No, um, they're, no, they're not. They should. <laughs> they're not yet, though. I wish. I mean, <laughs> that extra, that extra check. I wouldn't be sad about it. Um, but let's get let's get right into it, Andy. Um, what did you think of the Flashpoint Paradox movie? Uh, so, just to point out, Cody, this is something that you pointed out uh, right before we recorded. The official title of the movie is the Justice League, excuse me, is Justice League the Flashpoint Paradox. For the sake of the show, we're just going to call it Flashpoint Paradox. It's a long title. You sure you don't want to say Justice League the Flashpoint Paradox every time? No, I'm okay. I'm going to choose not to. So just want to clarify um, in case you guys are like, but wait a minute, the official title of the movie (laughs) is... Flash on the play. Yeah, exactly. Relax. (laughs) Uh, But my initial thoughts on the movie, I really, really like this movie a whole lot uh this is probably um it's up there my favorite dc animated tv uh, movies um as you guys know by now i i love doom justice league doom and then i also i'm a big fan of batman under the red hood a big fan of those uh, as well those other animated movies um but speaking on flashpoint I really enjoy this movie. The art, I enjoy the art style. I enjoy the voice acting. Um, and then just the story itself is is really entertaining. It's just mm-hmm. a really fun um, movie. It's really just a what if kind of a movie. It kind of just shows you, and we'll maybe dive into this in a little bit, but it just kind of shows you what the world could be if some events changed and whatnot. Um, but overall, man, I, I really enjoy it. I highly recommend it. Um, there's not a whole lot of things that I have uh, to say about it that's like negative. I don't mm-hmm. have anything uh, to really too much to critique on the movie. I have a couple of things, but they're kind of minor. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, overall, man, I give it, I, I really enjoyed two big thumbs up uh, for me. Cody, how about you, man? What are your thoughts on the movie? I mean, I, these time travel, you know, alternate reality things, I think I'm always kind of a fan of. And so, uh, I think that holds true with this one. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say, and surprisingly, I feel like I disagree with you a little bit on the art. Okay. Just in that <laughs> I think all of the guy characters are super beefed up. Uh, yeah. With yeah, the exception yeah. of Superman when he's not been exposed to the sun uh-huh. in forever. Uh-huh. You know? Uh-huh. Like, I think they're all, like, super, like, they're all super jacked. And I'm like, I get that, like, people are strong and they're superheroes. Mm-hmm. But even, like, The Flash, I feel like... Like he's not normally that jacked, is he? No, I no, I will I will point I would agree with you that uh again I, I enjoy the art the art style. It's a little um what's the word I'm looking for? 
over exaggerated. Yes, there you go. That's that's a that's a good one. So yeah, that's what that's what I was trying to say. Yeah, I mean it's specifically I'm thinking like Aquaman is <laughs> ginormous. Like his shoulders He's trying to be are, like you would think he would need to swim fast. No, he is and he would want to decrease his no you he know, is one, water resistance. Yeah, he's one bulky dude. Uh cyborg cyborg, excuse me, is really big as well, but I think that's okay. That's I a little think, bit more. Is that only in the alternate? I felt like in the alternate one he was really tall, but then I was thinking maybe that's just because it's the alternate one. Uh, either try, way, like there's not really a lot you can do to make him look different. I felt yeah. Like. I mean, either way, alternate reality or not. Uh, so I get. So you're. So one of your things is the is the art side. Yeah. I, yeah. I digress. Yeah. Your your you know your your thoughts on it. I just feel. I, I just think you know some of them, because I feel like they. I mean, they did a good job in that. It's not like just their bodies that look muscular, but their faces and everything, yeah. which in some of it, I feel like, like Aquaman in particular, mm-hmm. it looks yeah. a little, it looks a little weird, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, but I think, I think it was, it's just really fun to see, um, like this Batman that we see in this movie. Um, and then really just like, um, unpacking the consequences of like changing the timeline. Cause I think even, you know, in maybe even in the back, in the back to the future movies, we don't really see the like big consequences. Mm-hmm. You know, the biggest we see is in you know in number two when mm-hmm. uh, Biff rises to fame, and I do think I mean that's a big deal. But um, the consequences of the Barry's one small action out you know rippling outward to then across the entire globe, you know, and changing the timeline for everything. Um, I just thought it was really interesting to see. So yeah. Um, let me, I mean, for those who haven't seen it yet, again, we, we really recommend you, you watch it. Um, go ahead and buy it, rent it, watch it on Netflix, whatever. But, um, for those who haven't seen it, you guys, and you know, you're, you're probably not going to see it because it's an animated movie and you're like, I'm not going to watch a cartoon. Um, you should, but I get it if you don't want to watch it. Here's the premise. Uh, the, the movie focuses on, on the flash, on Barry Allen and how, um, really he's the begin. the movie opens up he stops a couple of bad guys including the reverse flash and kind of the reverse flash makes it sound like hey i'm gonna make you pay for stopping me for you know i'm gonna bring you down essentially and then that's pretty much it and um the flash kind of just runs off and that's when the opening credit the opening title pops up and then from that moment on the rest of the movie of what you see is a is a alternate re, an alternate reality of the world that we know, and Barry wakes up like he's in the middle he's at work and he kind of wakes up from like a, a weird nap or he does off or whatever he wakes up and the world that he knows is no longer the world and he's everything's different in the world that he's in right now, including that his mom's alive. Um, Batman is not Bruce Wayne; um, it's actually Thomas Wayne, uh, Bat- Bruce Wayne's father. Um, and we, what we see is uh, Bruce Wayne dies in, as a child instead of his parents dying. In Crime Alley. Yeah, in Crime Alley. Instead of his parents dying, he dies. Uh, Bruce Wayne's mom goes insane due to the death of her, of her son, becomes the Joker-esque. Um, we see Wonder Woman and Aquaman. They are essentially, there's like a war between the, the two of between them. Between the Amazonians. Mm-hmm. And the Atlanteans. Yeah. And kind of Earth is kind of in the middle. And really, it, uh, you know, the humans and uh, the United States are kind of kind of caught in the middle between Aquaman and, and Wonder Woman. So they are they're You know, they have a war. But 
essentially they don't care if we uh, they don't know, care who they kill in the in the process you know who is sacrificed on the altar of their vengeance so yeah to speak. yeah so um it's just everything's jacked up everything is just messed up and barry allen doesn't have his powers he's not the flash um you know for the first half of the movie um so really the whole thing is of huge what the crap just happened <laughs> you mm-hmm. know like and so you're trying to figure out what um essentially what how, how this came to be and i think that's something cool that that they do in the movie is that we very much are in the sh- the shoes of Barry Allen. Mm-hmm. Um, like they, you know, we wake up, Barry wakes up and we, and we spend some time with him realizing that his mother's alive, you know? Yeah. Um, but then, it, you know, it jumps to Gotham and we see this Batman using guns and, yeah. and fighting this villain named Yo-Yo that we've never really seen before, you know? Yeah. Um, but the assumption is that we're just as confused. Like if Barry was watching this, he we're ju- we he'd be just as confused because Batman doesn't look right and he's yeah. using guns, you know, and and so I just appreciate I think that um that they don't do a whole lot of explaining because as far as all of these other characters are concerned, they're like this is how the world's been mm-hmm. this whole time, you know. Yeah, nothing's wrong for them, you know, in and their timeline and their their world, and so we're like you said, Cody, we're just trying to figure it out the way you know, just like Barry Allen is. Um, so that's the premise of the movie. It's a really, 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 again, it's a good movie. Um, CP, what did you, what did you think of some of the fun alterations of fun, you know, alternate reality versions of our characters, our Justice League members? What did you think of all that and that take of the, on the characters? I, I thought it was cool to see that all of the, a lot of the villains are, are pulling together, like everyone's pulling together just to now beat um you know like stop the atlanteans and the amazonians like mm-hmm. we see uh deathstroke and lex Luthor are yeah. working together to try and uh take on the atlanteans we mm-hmm. see that cyborg is leading a team that has like citizen cold he's not captain cold he's just a citizen i guess yeah he's a good he's a hero I, he's a hero he's a good guy um, yeah in so, this reality but so just you know like those kind of things i think are really cool um i, I think i forgot i find the superman one I think the most interesting because mm-hmm. he crash lands in Metropolis, right? Uh, Rather I think than Kansas, so, I think so. I, I mean, everything is pretty much the same with Superman. Like he lands, but there's a big difference of instead of him being raised like a normal boy, the way the the Kents raised, raised him, him, you know, he's found by the government, yeah, and locked underground with Kryptonite, mm-hmm. yeah, and he's made to, you know made out to be super weak, and so mm-hmm. um, they finally do release him, you know, because they need the big guns and uh, yeah, and that moment when he comes back, like you know, after he after he flies away, you know, yeah, he gets launched into the sun, right? If I'm not mistaken, he he flies away because he just kind of uh, realized that he can't control his powers, so he yeah. just kind of flies away just to retreat. You know, but but then he does come back at the end of the film, um, and he plays a, a pretty big role there at the at the end. Um, so your one of your favorite, uh, I think, takes I, is Superman. I, I like Superman and Deathstroke, and for just seeing Deathstroke is a good guy. You mm-hmm. know? Um, I think he's pretty cool. How about you? Uh, I really, I really just enjoy Thomas Wayne. You know, I I, I think that's an easy one to kind of just point out, but it's interesting to see what it would be like if. And to think what would happen if Bruce Wayne died in Crime Alley, and we see that this causes Bruce's mom to go and and become insane and become mm-hmm. this Joker like f- 
figure person. And then we see that this drives Thomas Wayne to uh, alcoholism and he becomes Batman, you know, this Batman type figure, but with no, you know, ethical or moral code, you know, mm-hmm. so he's mm-hmm. okay with killing people and shooting them. And, you know, that opening fight scene that you were talking about that he's fighting uh, this villain. Yo-Yo. Yeah, this villain named Yo-Yo. Um, he's done with the fight. And he just throws her off. He's trying to get an answer. He's trying to get something. You know, he's trying to get information about uh, where Joker is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's trying to get information from her. She's not giving uh, Batman this information. And so Thomas Wayne just, all right, fine, I'm done with you, and just throws her off the roof. And that's uh, just a letter, and just lets her die. Except Cyborg, you know, comes in and and stops her and catches her. Um, and then at the, you know, after that, he's like, why didn't you let her just die? Like, why didn't you let her just hit the concrete? You mm-hmm. know, so we're, we see that Batman is, is a different Batman, more violent. It's not Bruce. It's Thomas Wayne. Um, I like his, I like his suit. His suit is really cool. That's, yeah. I was going to say that as well. Yeah. I like the, I like the way his, his suit, uh, looks, you know, the Batman sign is, is has some red in the background, his, uh, his cape has like over his shoulders they kind of go up kind of like, like horns spikes, yeah. spikes or horns you know to some degree so um that's just a really cool take i think they were able to make it look different and stand out compared to a normal batman suit mm-hmm. um so i really enjoy that i think also as i look at all the different things deathstroke is really cool um seeing wonder woman be evil mm-hmm. is kind of I, you know, it just stands out. I, again, it, it makes these characters stand out even more. So that's, it's kind of scary to think what would it be like to have to face Wonder Woman and, and, and the Lasso of Truth and the Lasso of Truth and all and her army of these soldiers if they were evil, if they were not on you know the side of humans and mm-hmm. you know on our side. But so that's really scary and intimidating. Also, Aquaman's a really pretty big bad dude as well and so it's like mm-hmm. i don't want to mess with him either so it's kind of it's 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 crazy to see how they're able to to flip all of that um but it's a lot of fun it's just kind of fun to say hey what what if yeah. all these characters were kind of instead of they were instead of going the traditional route what if they were like this so mm-hmm. i enjoyed that i th- i think it's cool and i think we've talked i've talked about this before but just the explanation that um that Professor Zoom or Yubar Don, you know, gives of uh, just the way time works, you know, mm-hmm. and how, uh, you know, and even like to a degree up until up until he tells Barry that Barry's the one who changed this, you know, yeah. who caused all this. Um, I just appreciate the, the ex- explanation of the time trap, you know, like the effects of effects of messing with the timeline have, you know, yeah. where Barry just changes one thing, but it ripples out, you know. Uh, yeah. Even though it's a little ripple in the beginning, you know where yeah. it starts, mm-hmm. it ripples out and causes a whole lot of a whole lot of change, even to events previous to um, the death of or what would have been the death of Barry's mom. Yeah, um, like the death of Bruce Wayne, you know, mm-hmm. rather than um, just rather than Thomas and Martha Wayne. Yeah. So, um, what did you think of of this Zoom? I know I think this is the most comic, like more comic accurate than the one that we see in. The TV show. In the TV show, right? Yeah. Yeah, this is definitely one that's more accurate. Uh, but, you know, when you look at Zoom and he's really the villain of this 
storyline because he kind of he's at the beginning of the movie you kind of find out he's the one behind all of this to some degree he's kind of incited it yeah yeah exactly so he's the one that's really um trying to make everything last and really play out in this timeline and really tries his best to prevent barry to fixing it you know and so um he's really the bad guy in the movie but i enjoy I just enjoy the the zoom, uh, you know, reverse flash, re- zoom character. You know what I'm saying? Like it's just a, it's just a lot of fun. I I enjoy that when you have another speedster um, going up against Barry Allen. That's I I always enjoy that. I will say, and this is kind of one of my critiques of the movie. And Cody and I, I know we talked about this a little bit before, but I just don't. I think it, it, the movie allows the viewer to just assume that at some point Barry Allen went back in time to fix the death of his or to prevent the death of his mother. Right. You know, and it's not really something that that you know Thon does necessarily. You know, what I'm right. saying it's not something. It's not like he's the one that did that, but he's just, I guess piggybacking off of that <laughs> off of that decision yeah. like you know so it's not like he's the one that made it put all those things into play no this was all done because of barry allen right like, you know so he's just really capitalized capitalizing on on this and so um so that was a little like one little thing that i feel like they dropped yeah because i think like just the way the movie flows like like you said, you know, Thon has a kind of snarky comment, you know, mm-hmm. um, saying that he's never going to stop trying to mess with Barry, essentially. Yeah. And then it Barry starts running, and then it's title screen, and then Barry wakes up in his alternate timeline. So, it's I, like the first time that I watched it, granted, I, to someone that knows, you know, for guys like us that know this, the way the storyline unfolds, mm-hmm. uh, I think it, it tracks and it makes sense, but if... If you don't know how like about the flashpoint paradox, yeah, it kind of you don't really get the explanation for what's happening there until uh, Barry and Thon's conversation there towards the end of the movie, where Thon says, "Actually, you're the one who did this. I didn't do anything. I'm just trying to keep this because I know that it'll cause you pain, you know, yeah, more than anything." Which is sick on the part of like Thon's willing to sacrifice ever going back to his time. And those that he loves, and and you know, if there's anyone that he loves, I don't know. He's a pretty bad guy. Maybe. Yeah, <laughs> maybe yeah. he just doesn't love anyone. But yeah. but nonetheless, he's willing to sacrifice all of that just to uh, just to ruin Barry's life and really cement this reality in time, mm-hmm. which is crazy. Yeah. So yeah. So Professor Zoom doesn't really, you know, again, it's not anything that he does. It's he's just he just wants to ruin Barry Allen's life. And he just takes already, you know, takes what Barry already did and then just tries to force that timeline to really be the normal timeline, the, mm-hmm. you know, our reality mm-hmm. to some degree. So um, it, 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 I think it works, but it's just one little small thing that I kind of wish that they maybe would have explained more or maybe sh- shown in a scene. Um, but honestly, that's pretty much that's probably the only thing I have to say negatively about this movie. Cody, yeah. do you have any issues or anything that's like, man, why did they do that? Or why didn't, or is that pretty much it for you I mean, as well? That a little bit of the, the character design, you know, but yeah. that's probably, that's, I think just the me, like not being a fan of the art style. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's 
necessarily. I mean, it's just like you know, if you weren't, if somebody wasn't a fan of the art style of the Dark Knight Returns comic or something, you know, <laughs> just hypothetically, if, hypothetically, if someone didn't like Frank Miller, think, like yeah, exactly, art style, then you can't <laughs> hold that against Frank Miller. <laughs> no. You have to hold that against the convictions of the watcher, reader, viewer. Um, you're, you're, you're right. So, it's my fault. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But uh, so, Andy, do you think this could ever work? In a live action kind of scenario? Uh, I hope so. I mean, it'll be a lot of fun if they're able to do it. I don't think it's actually going to happen. But um, there's just a lot of license, not necessarily licenses, but I don't, I mean, I don't know. I don't, maybe we'll, in the movie universe? Yeah. Potentially? I mean, who's to say? I mean, they that's have all- I guess that's what I mean. Like yeah, okay, in, okay. In the DC expanded universe, as yeah. we're calling it. Yeah, maybe. I mean, well, there's nothing really stopping them. You know, they have all the rights of their characters. Yeah. You know, so unlike Marvel, who has, you know, they don't have X, the, the X Men. They don't have some of these other teams and so villains. They could never do an Avengers versus X Men. Exactly. Exactly. But with WB and with DC, they have all the rights to all those characters. So potentially, I mean, why not? It'll be a lot of fun. And who knows how much of a role. How big of a role the Flash will have in the Justice League movie, and you know that might you know his character might be a huge hit, you know, yeah. and audiences might really want a Flash movie, really you know really bad, and so they could potentially, you know, they can potentially do do this years down the road, you know. Um, but as far as like TV, I don't, I don't know how they pull this off. Like for the, how how at, at least to this scale. Mm-hmm. Like in what we'll, what we will see in the Flash and Arrow, yeah, DC Legends of Tomorrow, like those. I mean, I guess those are all, a lot of those are a lot more localized, mm-hmm. and you know, like they're not globe globe trotting, you know, kind of uh, kind of events. I will say, I think um, if this ever was in, especially like sooner than later, if this was in the movie universe, like if DC was able to to execute it well, I think. I mean, like we see, this movie is what an hour and twenty minutes, I think. And yeah. So, um, I think there's like it's definitely not a thing where there would be wouldn't be enough time, you mm-hmm. know, like to unpack what's happening, you know, and like really flesh it out. Especially if you're going, if you're allotted an hour and twenty minutes versus, you know, I mean, Batman v Superman was like four hours or something, <laughs> something crazy. Um, so you definitely have time to explain it all, you know, um, and have it be interesting. I think, I I think that would be, I, I'm actually really kind of pulling for this happening because I think it's one kind of storyline that, or idea that Marvel hasn't done. Yeah. Like, as far as the, you know. Like a what if. In the, in the stu- Marvel Studios. Yeah. Like the consequences of like, what if, what if, you know, the Flash saved his mom and this happened you yeah. know like um and just really unpacking that i think would be cool um also i just really would love to see jeffrey dean morgan mm-hmm. in that um that thomas wayne batman suit you know like that <laughs> yeah. would be awesome yeah get lauren cohan back as uh you know because she's martha wayne yeah uh get her back and be a little bit of a, a little joker like mm-hmm. i think that could be a really cool concept and it i think i feel like it could be localized to one movie yeah you know? i will say like I don't know the lineup. I don't have the lineup in front of me of the DC movies, but I feel like you would need a, a Flash solo movie mm-hmm. with like maybe maybe he goes up against Captain Cold 
or maybe a villain like that or kind of a thing. But I think if you were to do the storyline, the Flashpoint storyline, I think it would fit better as a part, you know, the Flash part two or the Flash part three. Because like okay. if you were told me like Civil War, for example, like what if they did a Captain America movie? What if they did the Civil War storyline in that movie? I would have been like, no, like, you know what I'm saying? That's that's at least with looking at Marvel, there was and this is what they do. It was such a huge setup to to do that. So I right, just feel like right. to pull off this kind of a story, it would I, it would feel like I think it would have to be a sequel, either part two or part three of a flash mm-hmm. of a flash storyline. Yeah, of a flash. I don't think you can pull this off, Flash, the first movie. Oh no, yeah, I agree. You know sure. what I'm saying? Like, like I, this yeah. can't be the storyline for the first, first flash. flash movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. This definitely has to be a part two or a part three that they tackle it. I mean, again, they have all the rights, so why not? Mm-hmm. But um, I, I think that they have to keep it kind of low key for that for that first Flash solo movie. Speaking of low key, thanks for the segue. You're Andy. welcome. I think if they did this, yes, <laughs> they would have to do very much like Marvel did with Loki. Uh-huh. Um in the in the first Thor movie, mm-hmm. he's the villain, you okay. know, and then he's like I think they would have to use Zoom, yeah. or, you know, Thon in yeah. that way in that um and granted we don't know if he's going to be the villain for um for the Flash, Flash movie. Mm-hmm. I think some. I think the plan is for it to just be like a lot of the Rogues Gallery. So he may show up. Yeah. But I think that there needs to be at least a latter half of the Flash movie that's that's dealing just with Thon. And I I feel like this is, this has to be one that you get like a, with a Justice League title. Like mm. I, I guess it could just be it could be a Flash movie that's very Justice League-y. Yeah. You know? Kind of like um, Captain America. Like Captain America Civil War was yeah. very Avenger-y. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah. I So I, I think definitely not the first Slash movie because that's a whole lot to handle in a little bit of time. Yeah. And I know DC is playing catch-up and I get that. But right. I don't think they should do something like this. Cody, lastly, how much of this movie will go into the Flash season three? That is kind of just... I. Like I feel like that's just the question of the day because I feel like <laughs> like I'm really interested. so give me an answer. I'm yeah. really so here's here's what I hope like okay. going into going into this. So and it's really interesting to me that so like like we've seen previews for Arrow, you know, like we've seen previews for Legends of Tomorrow, Supergirl, like the new seasons, yeah. Flash of all these shows, um, but. And I, I I thought for sure that we would have seen an, a different version of like Arrow. Like I thought that yeah. Arrow would look different. Like I felt like it had to. Mm-hmm. Um, but it seems like pretty much Arrow is just using like like it doesn't seem like they're really affected by this too too much. You know? Yeah. Um. So I'm interested to see. I think more more than even just the Flash. Like what happens in the Flash show. I'm interested to see what happens in the shows outside of like you know mm-hmm. like. Arrow, Supergirl, Legends of Tomorrow, like, yeah, because I thought for sure that they would have to jump right in with these cons- the consequences of Flashpoint uh, being played out. So, um, I'm really just I'm really hoping that we see that uh, that Oliver never was the Green Arrow, and yeah. that it was like Thea, yeah, that how, becomes a Green Arrow. I was gonna say like, how crazy would it be f- to the guy or the person, the girl, whoever, who just watches Arrow, and then they tune in. <laughs> They tune in to season five, the next, and then all of a sudden it's like, my name is Thea Queen, and my brother, 
died on the island five years ago. And ever since then, I made a, you know, a vow to protect my city. I am the Green Arrow. And all of a sudden, it's like this person who doesn't watch so awesome. Who doesn't watch? Lothia's like Lothia's like. (laughs) Who doesn't watch the Flash? I can't be the monster that I once was. Yeah, all of a sudden is is watching their show that they watch week in and week out, and all of a sudden, like, wait a minute, I missed, (laughs) I missed (laughs) something. something. Yeah, and so they're like, (laughs) they go back and they watch the last episode of season four. Uh, you know, of Arrow, and they're like, what happened in between? And then the they kind of realize, <laughs> yeah, and so then they finally realize, oh, somehow they read, the next day they watch, they read something online, an article, and they're like, oh, it's because Barry Allen messed up the timeline. Jacked up everything. And messed up everything. Which, random note, I love the memes that have come out of like, like people like face swap <laughs> Barry Allen and Supergirl, and they're like, Barry, what did you do to the timeline now? Yeah. <laughs> like, just making fun of like how messed up, you know, things will get. But um, I'm really interested to see, I think, like I said, more of the consequences in Arrow mm. and Supergirl yeah. Yeah. Uh, than anything else, I think. How about you, Andy? I don't see. Here's what I'm worried about is that I don't think this is going to be a huge deal. The way we, you and I are hoping it is, which is on, which is really sad because yeah. I think it would it would have been a lot of fun if that's how they did it. But going off the trailers and stuff, I mean, maybe, maybe they, Unless maybe they're, they're fooling us. Yeah, they might be. Who All knows? Of, like they could have like the the you know intro, yeah, like, the, the premiere episodes be really heavy with that stuff. Yeah, but you know, maybe maybe they are going to do that, and we just don't know it yet. But it just it just seems like even from the Flash trailer that it's. It's not that big of a deal. Like the consequences is that um, Cisco's rich. Like that's not Cisco's, a consequence. Yeah. That's not a consequence. <laughs> that's that's not not a, a, like, I'm looking for negative. Yeah, that's not here. a bad consequence. It's a that's a positive one. And so it's like you know. So it it doesn't seem like it's again. I hope it is, but it doesn't seem like it's gonna. It's that I mean, big they, of a deal. Did, but Andy, you're forgetting that today. Um, maybe you didn't see it. But they did tease that Flash might get a new costume. Well, hopefully that's because it's of the Flashpoint. It's a little brighter red. I oh so my word, that's a big deal. That, yeah, he messed up the timeline. He has a, he has a brighter red. <laughs> so suit. Cisco didn't put enough dye in the, in the costume. That's, but I get. I just hope that it plays a bigger thing and it's not just a one episode I, thing. I will agree with you. I think something like Flashpoint. You know, like, I mean, this created the new Fifty Two. Yeah, in the comics. So yeah. Like, this has to be a big, a really big deal. Otherwise, yeah. it's they'll they'll definitely fumble it a little bit. Yeah. Otherwise, they're just using the name just to, to use piggyback it. The, yeah. yeah. And it's not it, it's not going to do it justice. And I, I just hope that's that's really not the case. So I completely agree. All right. So that's our episode for Heroes and the Flashpoint Paradox. Let us know what you think of the Flashpoint Paradox. After you watch it on Netflix, <laughs> on social media, you can tell us on Twitter and Instagram at heroes underscore and on Facebook at facebook.com slash heroes and, or you can email us at heroes and podcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear what you guys have to say about Flashpoint, as well as just what you're anticipating for Flash, Arrow, Supergirl, and Legends of Tomorrow. Just want to give you guys new comics that are coming out for September 21st. We have Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, issue number seven. We have Trinity, issue number one. This is a big uh, DC comic. It involves Batman, Superman, and Wonder Woman, so that's a big deal. Uh, so you definitely want to check that out. We also have Civil War 2, issue number five. 
Cody, you have to read these comics. L- listeners, <laughs> you have to read these comics. These This Civil War uh, 2 storyline is incredible. So definitely want to pick that up. And then we also have all new Wolverine issue number 12. That is a Civil War 2 tie-in. All right. And if you're able to subscribe, rate, review, and share Heroes And with your geeky friends, that would be awesome. Thank you so much for listening to Heroes And. I'm Cody. I'm Andy. And And we're out. out.